Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakata back on the fan, going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and CeeLo, who's in for Jerry. Jerry, after that big Rutgers win, has another game to do today, I believe. What time is that Rutgers game today, Fleeks? You know? Yeah, at noon. Okay. They got it. Jerry said it's going to be a difficult game. What do you think of that one? Tough one for them? I mean, it's difficult because they're playing the number one seed in the conference, top 10 team in the country in Purdue, but it's a team that they've owned. they won either four out of the last five or five out of the last six against Purdue. A couple yeah. of them in Mackey, so getting them on a neutral site. And Rutgers definitely isn't afraid of Purdue. And do you think they're in the tournament with that win yesterday now? Probably. Now, the only thing that could hurt them is, like, they're like even, like, Penn State, like, they were another team that was considered, all right, if they win their game, they're probably good. So the, a lot of those teams in that mix all kind of won. You would think maybe one or two lost and then would have taken themselves out of that category. But pretty much every team in that group won. The only thing that can really threaten a team like Rutgers right now is, is the bid stealers. It right, won't be so okay. much the other bubble teams. It'll be a couple teams that unexpected. Like, they're not going to win the Pac-12, but Arizona State, a garbage team that won unexpectedly beat USC in the Pac-12 tournament late on Thursday night. If they rattled off a couple of wins, steal a spot. they could steal a spot. Right? right. Obviously, you can get that in all the remaining mid-majors. You can get that across the entire country. So that would be the only threat. But if nothing crazy happens, yes, Rutgers will be in. They might be in the first four in Dayton again. But they'll be in in some capacity. I'm going to ride Rutgers again today. We liked them yesterday. I think they'll win again. Line today. is jumping. I I got them at five and a half before midnight when right. I got to New York. It's already up to six and a half. Wow. I want to kind of remember to maybe double dip before I leave the state. Wow. Again, this is a team they beat this year in Purdue. And they've won, I think it's five out of the last six matchups. Plus, they got to be confident coming on. You know, they were in a— Michael owns Painter. Yeah, they were in a down spot. They get that big win against Michigan yesterday. And now, uh, you know, I, I trust Peichel. Defense and coaching, give me Peichel uh, in this matchup, too. So we'll see how it plays out. Maybe more importantly than the Rutgers game, Fleegs alerted me that my cousin Vinny is on HBO right now. And now I just flipped it on. What is this, regular HBO? All right, any, how do we get HBO around here? Good for us. Uh, and now I'll watch that the rest of the show. Silently, of course, as we do uh, do the sports talk. Anyway, we started the show talking about Rodone and the Yankees and the unfortunate circumstance that they're in to start now. Their season is Rodone will be on the IL. Harrison Bader also banged up on an oblique. You got Trevino. You got Canely out. Yankees dealing with some Mets-type luck. The BC Mets-type luck for the Yankees before this season gets started. We're less than three weeks away from opening day. And guys are dropping like flies. Not that it means that the Yankees aren't going to be good, but just not a good sign for the Yanks to start the year. We also talked a little bit about the Knicks and their loss last night in Sacramento. Boy, they didn't know what hit them to start that game. An electric atmosphere in Sacramento. Good team. The Kings have good, uh, great arena and great atmosphere. And it was just uh, too much for the Knicks, even with Brunson being back. Although the Knicks did lose Brunson in that game again as he went uh you know he was dealing with a sore foot again so he only played 19 minutes Knicks did make a comeback but fell short they were getting blown out early on in that game and at the half but they came back 
fell short, they lose their second straight. Looking now like the four seed is not going to be something that is attainable with only, what, 14 games to go. It happens. Tough road trip. Tough start to the road trip. Need to get Brunson back healthy. I'd be surprised if he played Saturday because they have a back-to-back against the Clippers and then the Lakers. If anything, you probably see him Sunday. If not, maybe they wait and hold him out uh, until I think it's Tuesday against Portland. Great night for the locals on the ice. Rangers, Devils, Islanders, all with great wins. Devils in a shootout get a win. Rangers uh, came back three times on the Canadians, and they get the win in the shootout as well. And Patrick Kane scoring uh, his first goal, first points. He had an assist and a goal in the game. And the Islanders with a nice comeback win. They were down in that game late against Pittsburgh, and they come back and get the win in overtime as those three teams look headed to the postseason. We talked about Aaron Rodgers as well, just waiting on him. And at this point, it seems like it's, you know, the, the Jets putting the things in motion. The wheels are in motion. The guy's starting to move around a little bit, move some money, making things possible to be able to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Seems inevitable at this point. What could go wrong? All right, let's finish up with your calls here the rest of the way. 877-337-6666. Jason's calling from Waterbury, Connecticut. What's up, Jason? Hey, Sal, what's good, brother? How are you, Jason? Yeah, great, man. It's great to listen to you and J.J. Malusis. You guys are great, man. I, I go back to the Mike and the Mad Dog days, and those days in Astoria, Summers, Beningo, there's mm-hmm. nothing like those days, man. It'll never be the same, brother. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Um, I I was just um, I've been listening all night, but I just wanted to ask um, uh, you know, obviously the the last caller you took was a jealous Yankee fan because he knows in his mind that the that the Mets are taking over this town in a couple years when the Mets sign Otani, they sign Soto, and they got their pro- they got their uh, you know they got their minor league system building up as they got three of the best pro- twenty five prospects in all the big leagues. So I don't know what that guy's talking about talking about Volpe and talking about uh, Domingo. Who cares? about these guys because guess what the Yankees aren't winning the championship anytime listen to that Jason thank you for the call I, let's not do the Mets versus Yankee thing uh, please with the Mets fans versus the Yankee fans Yankees have a bright future as always Yankees are always see the Mets got to get to that level I understand why you're excited as a Mets fan they do have some prospects coming up as well you know they have talked about trying to build a sustainable model, in particular in the farm system, and I believe that they will under Steve Cohen. They obviously have the richest owner in the sport, so the Mets are in a great position too. And I would not trade the Mets' position for anybody's. I think they are in, to me, that's the premier organization now because of Steve Cohen as far as projecting into the future. However, they have to do it. One year with 101 wins, not even winning the division, and getting ousted in the first round of the postseason is nowhere near good enough. By the way, the competition in the National League is not going to be easy. Phillies and Braves in their own division, for goodness sake. Padres, Dodgers. I mean, the Mets are, they, they've, there is no, I don't care how much money they spent. There's no guarantee. I don't think that on paper the Mets are the best team in the National League. They may have spent the most money. They're not the best team in the National League. So they've got work to do. And to get to the Yankees level, it's going to take years, maybe decades, before we could sit here and say, well, the Mets finally built a model like the Yankees, a sustainable, successful franchise model where they're in the postseason every single year, which is something the Yankees have done. But the Yankees should be excited about their future with Dominguez and Volpe and Peraza. But you don't know these prospects. You know, the Yankees were excited about the baby bombers. How'd that work out? Same thing with the Mets. Well, we've heard about, oh, Rosario's going to be a stud. This guy's going to be a stud. That guy's going to be a stud. And it doesn't happen. So before we get, you know, why, how did we get to a point where it's like prospects are the only thing that fans care about anymore? The only time I remember. I mean, as a kid, I remember um, being excited about Greg Jeffries when he came up, but I don't remember caring about minor leaguers at all. Maybe the uh, Generation K, Pulsifer, Isringhausen, Wilson, the hype around those guys. Right, Fleeks brings up a great point. Usually it happens when your major league team sucks, you get excited about the prospects. Now it's not that. Now it's all about the prospects. Always. On a team last year, the Mets have won 101 games. What was the talk? Where's Alvarez? Bring Alvarez up. Where's Beatty? 
Where's Vientos? Last year. To me, if you need those guys, if you have the biggest, highest payroll in baseball and you need those guys, you've got problems. You know, the Yankees used to go out there and get top free agents. They didn't at shortstop. And now it's about, oh, what could Peraza do? What's Volpe going to do? I'm not knocking those guys, but they're relying heavily on these prospects. It's all about the fans. Oh, Dominguez, Dominguez, when he comes up, what are we talking about here? Wake me up when these guys are at the big league level. I don't have time to worry about the minor leagues. This is about the major leagues, the big leagues. By the way, just to clarify, too, that caller was saying, oh, the Mets in a couple years are going to get Otani and Soto. They're not getting both Otani and Soto. Nobody can handle that. Now, one or the other, sure. I do think that's going to happen. Eric is calling from Ronkonkoma. Good morning, Eric. Morning, Sal. Would that be instant grits or perhaps the laws of physics uh, don't exist on your stove? Yeah, I mean, he's actually ordering breakfast right now as we're watching. He's, what is that right here? <laughs> You ain't never heard of grits? Oh, my God. Especially coming off of them getting woken up by that uh, bell whistle. Oh, it's That's tremendous. I got to watch movie. this movie. It's, forget Creed 3 this weekend. By the way, have you seen Creed yet or no? Uh, no, I'm going tomorrow as well, yeah. Oh, uh, nice. Where are you going? What yeah. movie theater? Uh, Regal. Oh, okay. I am going to Island 16 tomorrow, so we will not be at the same theater. Yeah, yeah. I, I was debating that, but, uh, you know, because... Uh, Where are you going with? I might do this. Uh, just, uh, just me and my wife. My All son right. didn't want. To. All right, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we had a little date night, but uh, yeah, we. Were, I was thinking of dinner afterwards, but we're going to do dinner after the expo on Sunday. So, oh, I sent my uh, wife that thing you talking about the chocolate expo. She's like, nah, yeah. I don't want to do it. So we won't be partaking well, in that either. But not a bad idea. Okay. Well. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you never know. Sometimes you get uh, interested. In- hey, by the way, what's the weather supposed to be like tomorrow? Bad, I heard. Right. Uh. Well. <clears throat> Okay, so what I what I heard real quick is that supposedly they're talking an inch or two of some messy what snow slush kind of thing overnight uh, should be fine by the daytime though. So. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll so go. It'll, on, it'll uh, be a mess for me. You'll be sleeping. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I'll feel for you, but I'll be passed out. A much needed uh, rest yeah. for me. Right. I, uh, I I think we're going at three o'clock, so I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to get some. Oh movie yeah, I got four thirty. So yeah. you'll be yeah you'll be getting out as I'm. Uh, uh, as I'm going in. Anyway, I was going to say, forget Creed Three. I'd rather watch my cousin Vinny again. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I'd never get tired of that. No, movie. but uh, you know, <clears throat> but I do have to start off with Salstradamus though, because I, I also went in with Rutgers yesterday. Nice. Uh, unfortunately, I unfortunately I did put it in with a, uh, a total twenty-five leg parlay, of which I went twenty-four and one. Uh, get the hell out of uh, here! You went twenty-four yeah. and one. Yes. No way. Yeah, and the one and the one I lost, yeah, the one I lost was Kent State. I believe they lost by four points. Well, what are you doing so, betting uh, Kent State? Who the hell knows anything about that? I don't know. I just I, I just went down the list and I just hit, you know. And uh, you hit 24 of 25? 24 I need a receipt. Won, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah. The five, it, five bucks, it would have it been uh, like, I don't know, $3,400 or something like that. I don't know. Wow. But, but uh, you should have yeah, just, just, just put like 300 bucks on Rutgers. I told you. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, well, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I'd probably go in for him again today. But, uh, but you know what, but getting on, um, look, so we were talking about this yesterday and, and, you know, another great win last night. And, and uh, in fact, my daughter's going tomorrow. I was calling Fleeks, uh, going to the Saturday game. But uh, it's just, you know, I mean, again, the crazy few games. I mean, the, the teams behind them, you know, each got a point, though, last night which doesn't help things, you know, as far as trying to build some distance. But it's just going to be, I mean, they, they got 15 games left, the Islanders do, because they got the three extra, mm-hmm. three or four extra games in hand. They play, so they played I'm three thinking, more, they've played three more than the Penguins. Who are beyond, right. anyway, that was still a huge win for them last night, the Islanders. Yes. Uh, they've played three more than the Rangers and the Devils as well. Yeah, and I, and I was surprised. I uh, I heard that they, they had never swept them in the regular season before. Uh which I mean, I would imagine it's probably hard to do being this four games, but uh, that 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 was a quite an accomplishment. Of course, that means nothing if they end up meeting them in the playoffs. But uh, if you know, again, I think we're but, getting all uh, three in. Uh, Rangers, Devils. I think the Islanders are going to be in there so. as well. I really, yeah, I re- I, re- I really do hope so. But it's uh, I'm I'm hoping uh, ten and five will do it for them. 
you know, given where we are with the schedule. But again, I'm, you know, I got to take it one game at a time. That's all we can do at this point. And well, the playoffs you know, are going to be fun if we get all three locals at uh, playoffs. Oh, gonna it's going to be nuts. Yeah, yeah, all three, especially playoff hockey. I mean, there's just no, you know, because I I do believe that it, it'll be more exciting than it was in '94. You know, no, I don't think anyone's getting swept. Mm, yeah, uh, no. Unless, of course, you get some injury kind of thing. I, I wouldn't think so. I was just thinking about this, too. You know, we talked about this the other day, but now that I think about it, every team in New York will have made the playoffs. The, the Nets and Knicks are going to get in. These three hockey teams should get in. The Giants oh, got dope. in. Mets, Yankees yeah. were in, except for the Jets, the lone team yeah. standing. Has that ever happened yeah, before? So. We're seven... <laughs> We're, we're how many? Seven of the eight? Is that how many teams we have? I don't even remember how many. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be. Uh, well, and apparently the Long Island Nets. Oh, nine. Uh, I guess eight of the nine. Made the, yeah, uh, made or in the playoffs too. So it's, uh, yeah, I got to count that as well. Um, yeah, I can't remember that many uh, teams being in the playoffs at once. That that would be pretty cool. So uh, uh, maybe maybe we'll build New York back up again. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's I New know. York sports are good right now. Thank you for the call, Eric. Enjoy your weekend. Good luck to your Isles. It's fun to watch them. So, Fleegs, what were you saying now? 94 obviously had the three hockey teams in it. And that's the only time the five winter, well, five Knicks. basketball hockey teams all made it. Knicks, Knicks Nets. Nets, Rangers, Islanders, Devils. That's the only time that that's ever happened? All five, yeah. And the baseball strike, so you don't have playoffs right. that year. I mean, also, even if you count before, I mean, the Mets were awful. No Jets, Giants in 94, right? No, I don't believe either of those teams made the postseason those years. Um, dude, so we got, I mean, outside of the Jets, every other team is in the playoffs. And it's also, this is a year where those five teams will be in the playoffs. Something insane would have to happen before late April, early May, where the Yankees and Mets don't still have a legitimate chance at winning the World Series. Right. Giants fans are reasonably optimistic they should about be a next playoff year. Team at, the, at the very and least. And in the next week... Right, the Jets picture could completely change if a certain quarterback comes into town. So we, we could be headed into a year unlike, I mean, we've never experienced. Right, and, and coming out of the doldrums because it was really bad for a, a, a while here. Someone still needs to win a championship. Correct. That's the now one thing, you're yeah. saying. All right, of all of the you know all the darts are at least landing on the board where it used to be that you were throwing them and poking people's eyes out. We weren't even getting in. I mean, it was like, oh, the, the Islanders were carrying us for a while, or the Yankees. Now it's all of them are in the postseason. And you're right. The Jets, the one who missed it last year, are going to get Aaron Rodgers. Think about that. You're right, though. The one thing that's missing, clearly, they whether it's the Yanks or Mets, whether it's the Rangers, I mean, heck, or the Devils or Islanders, I guess they have as good a chance as, as well. Anything's possible in the NHL playoffs. I wouldn't, uh, you know... I don't think the Islanders or Devils are going to win the Cup. I do believe the Rangers could win it, but who the hell knows? You know, we can definitely rule out the, the Knicks, Knicks and the Nets. Nets, but again, they'll be there. If you were to rule them out, the Knicks and the Nets are the first two to go, Even and that includes the Jets and Giants. If you had to rule out, Fleegs, let's say, you know, Survivor here, we're throwing people off the island. Teams let the least likely to win a championship projecting to next year, like currently through next year. Who would you do? You're going Knicks, Nets off first. Knicks, next? Nets have to. And I guess you would throw the Nets out before the Knicks because right. the Knicks could be in a spot where if they landed a superstar to go along with their core, maybe you so want to give them first, a chance. Nets first, Knicks second. Right. Who's third? I mean, right now it's the Jets, but again, I know, well, by the next time you're on the air Monday, this could change. And who would it be if, it, let's say, the Jets get Rodgers? Because this is what I'm getting at here. Well, I don't know if it's one of the hockey teams, but of the two baseball teams and the football teams, it would be the Giants. Correct. It's the Giants. Giants fans will go nuts, but yeah, it's, it, it, it is the Giants. It's the truth, which is crazy because the Giants were the closest. And actually, it would be the probably anyway because even though maybe the Devils or Islanders might not be at that level, because of the way the NHL playoffs work, you can be a worse team and win and get through. You can't do that in the, in NFL. the NFL. No, the Giants would be the third one to me, third least likely to win, and then I'd probably start going... Islanders, Devils. And then with the other four, yeah, you'd probably put the Jets then just because they haven't right. been there. And because the AFC, the landscape right. of the AFC. And then it's Mets, Yankees, Mets, Yankees Rangers. Rangers. You right. could, you're, I mean, 
The Mets might be the better team, but the Yankees have the easier path. We, again, we go on debating this all the time. If I had a easier r- path, fewer teams, but one team that they just can never beat. So r- rank the top three then most likely in your mind. Tough call. Yeah, well, because the Rangers, I think, are the best team, but the Bruins are in the right. Eastern Conference this year. So would you go Yankees one? I think just, be, just because of the nature of hockey, if Igor gets hot at the right time against the Bruins, I still I know this Yankees team can't beat the Astros. I right. right now look at the Bruins and say they look pretty unbeatable, but I haven't seen the Rangers fail against them in a seven-game series yet. So I put the Rangers one. And you put the Yankees over the Mets definitively, or you have to think about that? I would, yeah, right? that's that's splitting hairs because, again, I think the Mets are the better team, but, but the, Yankees the Yankees have an easier path. But, again, I, I don't think, I just don't see anything that lets me think they can beat the Astros. Yeah. So, yeah, I might put the Mets ahead of them because even though those other teams are better, I've seen the Mets look like they could hold their own against those teams. I'm still brainwashed with the Yankees. It's like every year. I right, still... Listen, it's been my entire life. I was just joking yeah. with Eddie when he was in here before, like, my life has taught me one thing. Things work out for the Yankees. <laughs> right. I would probably go right now, Rangers 1, Yankees 2, Mets 3. But those three, it's it really is splitting hairs. They are so close. And it's fun to think about, though. I, I like this game. This right, is we're not game. talking about these, oh, nine of these teams have no shot. Like, we're talking about, all right, four or five of them could be right there. We we want we want multiple. Let's get a baseball champion. Let's get a World well, we've Series had a and a cup. Twelve year drought. Let's get three in the next fifteen months or whatever. We want the cup. We want the World Series trophy back here. New York sports making its way back in Give a big way. Give us nineteen sixty nine and nineteen seventy, especially because in those years it was my teams. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Oh man. Just to think, too, where we were coming from, where the Jets and Giants were worthless, couldn't even watch them beyond week two. Right now, we're going into next year. No matter who the Jets end up with at quarterback, we're going to expect both of those teams to have winning seasons and be in the postseason. Even if you don't think they can win a Super Bowl, like they should be playing into the second week of January. Don't you think it's crazy that the only time, I never even knew that in my whole life until now, the only time all five winter teams, uh, winter sports made the playoffs was 94. I looked Once? it up a couple of days ago because I thought, all right, I know it's tough with five teams, but I thought it would have happened more. What? Because I know right off the top of my head, there are plenty of years where the Knicks and Nets have yeah, both been there. Yeah, the Knicks have been in the playoffs in the, the 90s. The problem is every there's year. a lot of years with four teams. Remember, I think the five is tough because all three of them are in the same division and the same conference. Right. A unique year. An exciting one for sure. All right, we'll get back to your call. Actually, no, I want to take one more call. David is in Midwood. What's up, David? Hey, Bill. How are you, David? Doing great. Sounding. Well, you know, there's a, many people that I know that work perfectly fine with flip phones. What's that? They work perfectly fine with flip phones. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I work with a couple of them. Well, me and all, most, all my friends have... No, you don't have no, Oh, really? Yeah. You, do you mind me asking how old you are? 18. And you only have flip phone at 18? Yep. Why? Because uh, it's a distraction, smartphones. Interesting. And the majority of your friends only have flip Like, I didn't even know that you could still get flip, flow, flip phones, really. Yeah, you could get them. Yeah, and, okay. I mean, I, I, and thank you for the call, David. I swear to you, I thought he was going to say 80. You might be asking how old you are. Yeah, like 75, 80, something like that. 18? I'm not judging. I'm just shocked at that. Right. I would have taken the over. That one went way under. I mean, I too had a flip phone at 18. But smartphones were not available. That was the only option. Back then, the flip phone was it at 18. Yeah, I missed that little thing. I hate these smartphones. I mean, they're great, but I hate it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Warm-up show with Alan Celo. I just I can't stop laughing. Watching my cousin Vinny here, even without the sound, I know everything. <laughs> you were serious about that? I know every word. It's great. Oh, I love this movie. I can't believe the Oscars are here this weekend. Usually they're in February. I don't know. I've lost track of things since the pandemic, where all the um, you know stuff got pushed back and the the dates get moved. Things that used to be uh, you know the last weekend in February now it's going to be the first weekend or second weekend in March, whatever it is. Anyway, I'm so behind on the Oscars. I got so many movies to watch, uh, so I don't. I won't even be into it. I remember, of course, last year, uh, who could forget? Um, you know, Will Smith and, and and Chris Rock and the slap. Matter of fact, instead of the Oscars this year, are you into it, Fleegs? You going to be watching the Oscars Sunday night? Uh, maybe. I also have the Last of Us finale Sunday, so that might have to take priority this year. I have not gotten into that. I've heard about it. How many seasons is that in? Two. Just, this is the first one. Oh, this is the first season. It's like a zombie movie, though, or a show. It's like a like post-apocalyptic yeah like just all that stuff and i think i just i would i don't want to be spoiled it's the finale maybe if it was a regular episode i wouldn't you make sure i watch it sunday night but i'll be annoyed if you know some idiot on twitter spoils a finale for me uh is that worth a watch like for my wife and i to check it out or no i would say so yes did you watch the walking dead yeah. Now, I did not. So if I don't like The Walking Dead, would I not like this? Like, zombies aren't really my thing. This is different. I mean, this is better. Okay, better. All right. I'm more into, like, uh, VPR. You watch Vanderpump Rules? No. And not at all, huh? No reality oh, TV. Oh, dude. Dude, Sandoval and Raquel. My version of reality TV is sports. Conference tournaments. Yeah, fair enough. I, I can't get over it. I need to, please, you got to start watching the show because I got to talk about it here. I mean, I could talk about it with my wife at home, but I like talking about it on the air. Matter of fact, I'm actually considering starting a podcast. That's how much I love the show. All reality shows. I, I need a, a, a platform to be able to give my take on these things. You might as well. That'll be like therapeutic for you to get all that out. That's what I need. That's why I wanted to do sports talk. I needed to have my voice heard. That's why I used to call. This is Sit down for an hour a week, talk reality shows. You can get, I mean, Al and G will watch some of them. You'll have different guests who watch each of the shows, and you'll just kind of, you know, you cover all of them, and you'll have other people come on who, who to, cover the, to cherry yeah. pick certain ones. If I could pick, uh, I guess, three, I like the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I would go Vanderpump Rules and Married at First Sight. Those would be the three that I want to cover. You know, you do like 25-minute, half-hour episodes, whatever. But I can't get enough of it. I, I'm legit. Like, I'm excited. People are like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Are you excited to be off? I cannot wait to get home tonight at 8.30 after SMY Baseball Night New York at 6 p.m. Check me out. I cannot wait to get home and watch Vanderpump Rules with my wife. There's so much drama. Who's cheating on who? Sandoval and Raquel. And then I watched the recap with Andy Cohen afterward. Oh, it's great. It's entertaining. I mean, this is what you can do in the time between, like, when you're at SNY, killing however many hours between baseball night in New York and coming here for the overnight, you sit down. Because I know JJ records his podcast yeah. from SNY. You could just sit down and do the same. Yeah, exactly. I mean, during baseball season, a little more challenging because you have the games that you want to watch with both the teams. But it's yeah. once a week. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, no, it's it's in the works, believe me. And again, this might work. be the kind of thing, maybe, you know, your wife wants to join you. Maybe this is a, all right, hey, occasionally you do it from home for an hour. Right. She pops on, you mean, as like a guest? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, you know. You like to keep yeah, things, not for the whole thing. She you know. can do 20 minutes with you. She can do a segment. Yeah, it might be fun. I don't know. But I definitely want to do it because I have an outlet to talk about the sports that I watch. I do not have an outlet to talk about Vanderpump Rules. I know you can uh, host a new Twitter space because you love Twitter. Yeah, no, I'm not getting less Twitter for me. I don't, don't need more of that. Steve is calling from New Mexico. What's up, Steve? Big Salicata in the house. What's up, baby? Salicata in the house tonight. I thought you were going to come with that one, Steve. Come on. Oh, the party rock. Well, oh, I mean, I don't know. That's, what, that's where I thought you were going with that. Salicata's in the house. There we go. And, uh, party yeah. rock, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, Sal, I, I want to tell you, I love the banter, the back-and-forth banter you do with the uh, the regulars. Mm-hmm. It's good because, like, uh, when I'm about to go to sleep or whatever, I just put on the Odyssey app, and, uh, yeah, I just hear uh, the back-and-forth banter. It's great. You so mean, I get to you mean with the callers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks. Yeah, before I get to uh, before I get to my next point, though, um, there's a, a buddy of mine that wants to talk to you. Wait, hold on. All right, as always, folks. Okay, uh, the program is presented by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. All right, uh, Jim in Long Island. What's up, Jim? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, give me some of your Diet Coke over there. What do you say? Do oh, me a favor. All right. All right, uh, lose the number. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Is this Mike and Mayapack? What's happening here, Steve? What did you turn into? Yeah, I don't know, Mikey. Yeah. Get up, everybody. How you doing today? It's Mike and Mayapack radio program. What? I'm, <laughs> I don't a little, know. I'm a little confused, Steve. <laughs> yeah, this call went off the rails. Yeah, I'm trying to do Mike and the Mad Dog. Probably not. Oh, not no, I good. heard. I, I got what you were trying to do. I, I, and thank you for the call. Fleeks, that was not, in fact, Mike and Mayapak. No, I don't think so. What? So that was just a different caller? Because Mike wouldn't have said, oh, I was trying to do Mike and the Mad Like, we all know the shtick. Like, I think Steve just, and I'm not going to lie, those weren't bad. It was not bad for, the problem is when you go into it like that, the comparison immediately is Mike and Mayapak. Right, but Mike would never say, oh, that went off the rails. I was trying to do Mike right. and Mad Dog. No, he would just keep doing it. No, it wasn't bad, actually, Steve. I mean, it kind of brought the show to a screeching halt, but it actually wasn't bad. I just was confused as to what's going on. I was like, And I thought, we're so conditioned to think that if someone calls in at 4.36, and starts imitating doing Mike and Dog, that's who it is. Correct. So I'm looking up at the screen. I'm like, wait a minute. Am I seeing this right? I mean, I know I'm seeing double at this hour as I'm barely awake. But I even said to you in the air, I'm like, how many numbers can one person have? Yeah. And I guess I was confused, too, because I think I thought he was Steve in Ridgewood. You know Steve that calls in, uh, is it Steve in Jersey? I don't know. That calls and sings to me all the time. He started oh, with Stephen Lacey. Stephen Lacey. Yes, there you go. So I thought it was Stephen Lacey at first. That's what even confused me more. Pat is calling from the Bronx. Good morning, Pat. Good morning, Sal. Pat, how are we this yeah, morning? I'm good. You want, you want to do some back and forth banter? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Uh, well, I, I think that you mentioned the uh, they, they focused on the kids. Well, everyone likes the youths, you know, the youths. <laughs> yes, I'm familiar with what you're saying here. Right. You know, Fred Gwynn did very few movies, but everyone was memorable. I mean, he started with The Monsters, as you know, the TV show, and mm-hmm. he did Pet Cemetery. That was memorable. I don't think I've seen, uh, I don't think I've seen Pet Cemetery. Oh, you haven't seen that? Stephen King, it's very good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a horror, is it a horror movie? Well, it's not exceptionally scary, but yeah, it is a horror movie. Yeah, I don't do the horror movies. But it's all right. So the Mets, the, now that Quintana is on the shelf. For Speaking the, of horror Mets, movies, huh? See what I did there? But of horror movies. Mm. No, and, you didn't, uh, obviously. See what I did there. All right, go ahead. Go ahead with I'm the Mets. I'm sorry, I yeah. missed that. Yeah. But uh, I like uh, I like Cousin Vinny sleeping in the cabin in the woods thinking he's going to get a nice <laughs> night's sleep. What the bleep is that? Oh, <laughs> man, it's so great. It's like me trying to sleep with Salakata on the radio. I have no chance of making it all the way through the night because there's going to be some some explosion. It's going to wake me up. Yeah, my job is to prevent you from sleeping. That's what I I feel. I I think that's accurate, Sal. I think the thing is keep us engaged so we can find out, like, uh, get get.
get our right to sue for a police officer or where to find Gallagher's 2000. Very important. So I don't know what the hell you just said. But yeah, anyway. I'm talking about the advertisement Kin- for the heat for the. Oh, oh, yeah, for right. The, okay. Quintana, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. To my point, so let's get to it. Uh, the Mets' uh, depth in the pitching staff. Quintana, I think, is going to be on the shelf for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Yes. All right. So is it possible that Peterson could emerge uh, and hit his stride as a starting pitcher yes. and not just be a lefty specialist? Not only do I think it's possible, I think it's likely. I felt this before uh, the season that I thought Peterson would be a better option than Quintana. I didn't mind the Quintana move. I like it. It's a depth piece. You want to add as much quality arms as you can. He's a veteran guy, a guy who usually could go out there and give you 200 innings. Of course, naturally, he's got an issue now with his uh, fifth lower uh, left rib uh, stretch fracture, so he's going to be out a little while. But I think Peterson is actually going to be better than Quintana. I've always liked Peterson. Guy's a competitor. I think he's going to take a spot in that rotation and stay there. Who is this guy that we had I saw him two years ago and he looked good? Joey something. What is his last name? Joey Lucchese. Lucchese. Is it possible he could turn into something? Yeah, I think Lucchese is going to be... Thank you for the call, Pat. I think Lucchese is going to be the guy that is going to fill Trevor Williams' role from a year ago. That long man out of the bullpen. I guess they could use him as a spot starter as well, the way that they use Williams. Remember, Trevor Williams was a valuable piece for the Mets last year. It's amazing. doesn't matter how many starters you have. You're always going to need more. And Trevor Williams was asked to do... You know, start some games last year, be a long man for Buck, and he did well. Mets are going to miss him, but Lucchese might be able to fill that role. That's how I would look at him. I do think Peterson, though, is going to be a starter and a mainstay in that rotation. Frank is calling from East Islip. Good morning, Frank. Morning, Sal. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Frank. (laughs) Um, Talk me off the ledge with Aaron Rodgers. I know there's a lot of details to work out. But being a Jet fan, you know, in the back of my mind, there's always could go wrong, will go wrong. I feel confident, and I just, the longer it takes, I, I want to get this deal done. Monday's the, the legal free agent tampering period. We need, we need to know how much money we're working with come Monday for free agency. I mean, we got to get this deal done. I, I'm sick of waiting every morning. I check Twitter. I check this. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I know there's a lot of details, but... Man, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this needs to get done. But, you know, the well, it's, it's getting No, no, no. They're getting there. What do you mean? They just met with them two days ago, uh, the big meeting. It started to progress quickly here. See, rewind back to, what was it, Tuesday, Wednesday, when Derek Carr signed with the Aints, and everybody was panicking. Everybody but me. I told you, who cares about Carr going to the Aints? Carr's not that good anyway. Jets are getting Rodgers. That night... We started to hear the reports, Trey Wingo talking about the Jets have had contact with Aaron Rodgers, comes out the next day that they were going to California to meet with him. Then yesterday morning, you wake up to Braxton Berrios getting traded, the Jets starting to move some pieces to accommodate uh, Aaron Rodgers and get some flexibility to make the contract work. What the details are, who the hell knows, who the hell cares? Aaron Rodgers will be a New York Jet. I believe you. I'm confident, you know, but, you know, there's always being a Jet fan in the back of my mind. But I, I agree with you. I agreed with Tierney, too. You guys dug in the sand, and you said, he's coming, he's coming. You've never wavered. And uh, Tierney also. Who said it first, that. though? Who said it first, me uh, or BT? Oh, you said it first. Of course but, I you know. did. You better believe it. <laughs> and thank you for the call, Frank. No, I don't even know if that's accurate. But I bet it is. I didn't believe – I didn't think Rodgers was a realistic option. And I keep saying this, but I'll say it again. What the hell? I didn't think Rodgers was a realistic option for the Jets until the Packers said we'd be willing to trade him – or, excuse me, if they are going to trade him, that it would be to the AFC. Once that happened, then I thought – then the antenna went up, and I thought this is possible. And then I felt by process of elimination, it was likely. And then once they got Hackett, I kind of knew that Rodgers was coming here. Now, I mean, we'll see. As you mentioned, there's still you know, some steps to be taken here. But it feels inevitable at this point that Rodgers will be a Jet. And that's the perfect fit. And it's funny to me how you know the Jets could do no right. There are still some fans and media members and people getting on them. Oh, how could you go after Rodgers? It's Lamar Jackson's the guy. And nobody's knocking Lamar Jackson. At least I'm not knocking Lamar Jackson. Rodgers is the better fit for the Jets right now for a bunch of different reasons. 
but they're trying to put down Aaron Rodgers and in the process talk about Lamar Jackson. I Talk about being um, a realistic option. Never did I think Lamar Jackson would be a realistic option. By the way, I don't even think he is realistic. The Ravens are going to match an offer. They will match the offer. They're not letting him go. They're going to see if another team is going to go out there and give Lamar what he wants. And then in that event, then they're going to have the option to make the decision. Okay, Lamar, you know what? You were right. Somebody's willing to pay you $235 million guaranteed. We're going to match it. You were right. Right now, they're not going to go there because they don't believe anybody else would give him that. Lamar Jackson's not leaving Baltimore. They'll figure it out. So I don't even think it's a realistic option. But even if it were a realistic option, I still think Rodgers is better for the Jets. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Drafted in 1988 in the 62nd round, the 1390th pick overall. Today, he calls Cooperstown home. Mike Piazza, welcome to the Hall of Fame. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Got him back on the fan. Man, I can't get enough of my cousin Vinny. It's on in the background here during the commercial breaks. And I was just thinking, I love Marissa Tomei. Always love her, but in this movie in particular, one of my favorite performances. And then I was thinking of the some of my favorite performances um, by a female in a movie. And not just like great acting performances, but ones that make me fall in love with the character. Uh, Mila Kunis in... What the hell is that movie with uh, Siegel? What, what's that Forgetting movie? Sarah Marshall. Yeah, exactly. For, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. I love, like, fall in love with Mila Kunis and Hawaii, as a matter of fact. But I love her in that. So Marissa Tomei and My Cousin Vinny, Mila Kunis and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, this is a weird one. Anna Faris in, I think it was House Bunny, if I'm not mistaken. I loved Anna Faris for her. I don't even, I'm not even really a big Anna Faris fan, but I loved her. And have you seen that, Fleegs, Anna Faris in House Bunny? I have not, but I know who Anna Faris is. Is she, like, still popular or she had a good run? It had to be House uh, House Bunny, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, I loved her in that. And then this is a random one. Carrie Washington in I Think I Love My Wife. Have you seen that movie with Chris Rock? I don't think I did, no. I loved her in that movie. She played, like, a scandalous character, but... Um, anyway, well, I know who Kerry Washington is, so yeah. I, I mean, you said enough where I think I, I love, can get yeah. it. <laughs> right. You get the gist. I love Kerry Washington, but Marissa Tomei is great in this. Didn't she win? She won the Oscar for this, right? I'm pretty sure she won for best. Uh, was it supporting actress? I don't. Uh, could it be lead? I'm pretty sure Marissa Tomei won the Oscar for this movie. If the movie itself didn't win, did the movie itself win? Yeah, she won Best Supporting Actress. She won Best Supporting Actress, and what about the movie itself? No. It did not? So she she was the one that won. Okay. Only in my mind, I guess, comedies could win, especially back then. Uh, anyway, she was terrific in it. Uh, let's finish up on the phones before the warm-up show coming up in just a few minutes. Dino is calling from Maryland. What's up, Dino? So how are you doing? Great, Dino. How are you? Doing well. Um, Mike, as a video, I like this scene with Marissa Tomei trying to explain to everybody about the whole car thing. That was, that was oh, classic. Oh, it's great. Yeah. She, I mean, she was great. And she literally was the best winning that, uh, winning the Oscar for it, for her role. Agree. Very quickly with the Rangers. That's a nice win last night in Montreal. And, and to think, it's almost 10 years, and Montreal still still boos cried every time he gets the puck. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, uh, it's a great venue uh, to watch a hockey game. I can't wait to go there in person. It's on my bucket list. Uh, it was great to see those... Uh, passionate fan base, no doubt about it, the Canadians. Definitely, and now Lafreniere, that's three goals in two games. I'm liking what I'm seeing, especially now with Vigneault putting him on the power play. I, I'm, I think going the rest of the year, I think he'll start scoring more goals. Yeah, I Thank think so, so, too. Have a, good, have a good night. Yeah, you too, Dino. Appreciate checking in. The Lafreniere to the power play is um, something that I would not have expected, but you know what? Let's see. Now that they had a chance to practice with Kane being involved as well, I really do think that's going to be a powerful unit come postseason time. And the Rangers special teams and goaltending are going to be the two differences. If the power play is clicking, and I think it will be, they'll be okay. And they obviously need Chesterkin to get back to playing like himself. But Lafreniere has at least been a 
an impact player this year. Maybe not the impact that you'd expect from a top pick, a number one pick. But he's getting there. Hector's calling from Washington Heights. Good morning, Hector. Hey, Sean. Good morning. I wanted to um, make a quick next comment and then ask you a question on, on the Mets. But since you just mentioned the Rangers and Eagle, I, I didn't want to ask you this. I was thinking about it earlier today. I got asked out. Um, is this just like a bad slump or, or do we jump the gun on Eagles? He's not as good as – because, I mean, I haven't watched many games, but I see the scores and it's – doesn't seem like he's doing as well. Obviously, he's obviously not doing as well as as he's done in, in the past. No, well, last year, year last year was the best goalie in the league. So I mean, I, you, you're talking, you're comparing it to being the best, and he's been okay, but he hasn't been himself at times. Though he's shown it, and I really believe that come playoff time, there have been times throughout a game, you know, throughout the course of the regular season and throughout individual games, whether it's the Edmonton game, even last night, where he may not look great in the beginning, but then he locks in and you see that greatness. He's just got to be able to put it together consistently, and I really do believe, and look, whether I believe it or not, it's got to happen. If it doesn't happen, they're not going to win the Cup. I do believe he'll get it back. It's not that that he wasn't, that he, you know, exceeded what he really is last year. He is that good, he'll get back to it eventually. So it, it sounds like a mental thing. Um, I'm going to ask my, my Well, it's also a defensive thing. The Rangers' defense is not playing well in front of them. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm going to answer the more question, then I'm going to run into my uh, next comment just so you can answer the question after you hang up because I know we're short on time. Should we worry about Nemo if he's not in the lineup today? Should we worry that something is wrong with this guy and then it's not just him trying to take it slow, which I don't like anyways? Mm, I wouldn't then, I wouldn't worry yet. Marte is, by the way, supposed to make his debut today, and I think Nimmo yeah, was... Yeah, no, I know, but at least we know he has an injury. We don't know what the heck is going on with Nimmo, just besides him trying to take it easy or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, uh, but I, I've, I, heard, I've heard that about Nimmo for years, that he's one of those guys that needs to feel 100%, doesn't want to overdo it with his body, all that stuff. So I, I, I wouldn't worry about it at this point. On the next bank, bad loss. I, I fell asleep a half an hour, to be honest. Um, but this is what I came away from. Came away with the game from. Um, first thing is, man, the Kings looked very. Um, they made the Knicks look unathletic and slow. Is what I saw in the first half. Like they looked bad. Um, you know, and I, you know, I felt like maybe coaching could help a little bit. I, you know, some adjustment. I guess they made a little bit of a comeback or whatever the case at the end. Um, but man, Josh Hart. You know what I think about Josh Hart last night when I'm watching him go after these rebounds and stuff. You know that Dennis Rodman said, you know, he's talking about how he practiced and, and then the ball goes here and I go here and I see it go here and boom, boom, boom. I, that's how I think about Josh Hart. You got, I love this guy, Sal. Agreed. You got to love his intensity. His, just do whatever it takes. Well, he's a guy, he, he's a guy that gets it. Yes, you're right about his play, the intensity, the way that he plays, but he also gets it. He's the complete opposite of a guy like Kyrie Irving. Listen to what Josh Hart said the other day. Oh. I remember after we were talking about, all oh, the Knicks are tired after the double overtime game. He goes, no, we're not tired. We're professional. We're playing basketball. People that get up at 6 a.m. and work 12-hour shifts, they're tired. We're playing basketball. Which, well, honestly, Sal, yeah, that's, that sounds good. Is what we want to hear. What the truth is, they were tired. <laughs> no, how could they be tired? It's a day, two days later. Come on, Sal. I've heard, I've heard you say that for a couple of days. Let's be realistic. You watch the games. You can see it. They're tired. Bro. They're a bull crap. No, I'm not buying it. I think that's a convenient excuse. I don't think they were good enough. They're tired. Give me a break. They played two oh, nights ago the, 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 the night before. But from watching them play, from watching them not nah. be as fast, the mental mistakes that come when you're tired also, I mean, mm. it is what it is. It's a fact. You don't want to use it as an excuse so you appreciate what Hart said, but it's still a fact. I'm not <laughs> I'm sorry, buying it. Uh, I mean, uh, you just feel it. You feel it. You, you can't deny it, Sal. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it. I don't I don't believe it. I mean, <laughs> plow so through. I want to see Nemo in the lineup today. That's what I want to see, and then I'll believe you. How about that? Who, Nemo? Yes. Well, Enough already. Yeah, well, with him, and thank you for the call, Hector. Good to hear from you, as always. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I would not worry about any of that stuff yet. I think it's going to be interesting to see Starling Marte in his first action of the spring. Make sure he's healthy and ready to go. Honestly, I didn't really notice Nimmo was even missing until last week or maybe earlier in this week uh, when I was reading something during Baseball Night in New York saying that uh, Brandon Nimmo may make his debut this this uh, weekend. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that he wasn't participating just yet. It's still early 
to worry about that. And Nimmo's a guy, remember, he's a guy who's been injured throughout his career. And I think maybe even more than being injured, there are times where Nimmo doesn't feel 100% and wants to nurse himself along a little bit, where he could sometimes be, you know, wants to have that body feeling perfect. So I don't know what the holdup is, what the issue is. But I would expect him to be in there. The Mets said they expect him to play, hopefully this weekend. If not, maybe then you start to get concerned a little bit. But right now, the concerns, as far as injuries go, are on the other side of town. With the Yankees and Rodone, Bader, Canely, Trevino. Yankees have been hit hard so far, just three weeks from opening day. All right, that does it for us. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks to Fleegs, as always. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. We appreciate each and every one of you. The warm-up show with Alan Celo. That's next. Sports Radio 1019 FM. WFAN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.